Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Revenant Podcast. In today's episode, I will be covering multiple topics that developed in the entertainment industry over the past week, and I will also be providing my irrelevant opinions on those topics. Enjoy. Today's first topic will be the update on the seventh installment of the Transformers franchise, um, which is going to be called Transformers Rise of the Beast, I think. Rise of the Beasts, I think. I believe so. I believe that's the title. Um, now, interestingly, apparently they started shooting like last, you know, during this past week, which is very weird. Like, and kind of, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because we didn't know they even had a finished script. All we knew, well, actually, we kind of did knew that we kind of did know they had a finished script because they had already casted several people as like they already casted the main leads and everything. So I guess they did have the script, but the way that the they talk about they talked about the movie was really weird. Like they announced it, and then a month or two after they announced it, they immediately start production. And I just thought I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh well already because i didn't think they were ready to start production but it, they they just started shooting apparently and yeah that's basically the only thing i have um i mean oh actually no i do have something else i've talked about this before how i don't i didn't want them to re like just remake the transformers movie like do a new whole new thing because i knew like listen as as much of a mess as the the Bay Transformer universe is, the Michael Bay universe, as much as a as much of a convoluted mess that is, it can still be saved. You can save it by finding a way to coherently explain the the just the crap and all the stuff that they've that they've said in these past movies that conflict and make absolutely no sense that like in compared to one another like like if you were to take like uh if you were to take an instance in one of the movies where like the whole the, the whole story behind it is you know if you say if you if you have that by itself it makes sense right but it but in when when connected with the other movies and the stuff that they say in those movies, it makes absolutely no sense at all. It, it they they contradict each other and it makes no sense at all. But basically, what they're doing is that, like I hoped, they're not remaking the universe. Instead, what it appears that they're doing is. They are going to ad- like adapt the beast, you know, the uh, the Beast Wars Transformer stuff, which I have said in, you know, I've said before. I thought it sounded extremely stupid, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> I will, my mind will probably be changed, but whatever. Um, it seems like they're adapting that whole concept for this seventh, and yes, seventh Transformers movie. They actually. They one of the photos that they have of because they they have set photos we had set photos that's why we knew they were shooting they had photos of a um, an older Porsche that 
oh, I, I don't know what the Transformers name is, but yeah, it the, the it was a set photo of the of the car and of the you know like actor chairs, and it had Transformers Seven on the back instead of now it, it didn't have like Beast you know Rise of the Beast on it. It just said Transformers Seven, which was to let us know like for, for once and for all that it's not redoing anything; it's just continuing it. But they're taking it once again in a new direction, it seems like, or they're just telling a new chapter of the story, and it might like connect into the main story, like the like the main stuff that they set up in the last movie with Unicron. Who knows? Um, but the movie itself is supposed going to be about I I don't even know what they're called, but they're like. They're 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 like offshoot versions of Autobots and offshoot version of Decepticons that's like specifically transform into living like organic creatures and in this case you know like animals from Earth and I don't know I don't know how they're gonna manage it but Michael Bay isn't directing so that's that's a good that's a plus. In this case, not, not and by the way, listen, Michael Bay. The first three Transformers movies weren't perfect, but they were good. They told a good story. The first three told a great cohesive story. The fourth one, which I hold very dear to my heart, um, and I love it, but I know now, and I'm older, that the fourth movie has a lot more problems than the other three movies did and frankly it messed up kind of the uh this it kind of messed up the narrative that they were telling a little bit and and by the time that Michael Bay got to the sixth movie which was last night um which was the last movie made well Technically, not 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 counting Bumblebee, um, he just stopped caring. Like, and whoever I don't know, I don't know who's credited as the writers of the movie, but oh my god, it the writing, as I said before in Transformers: The Last Night, is terrible, and it hurts. And I won't get into that now, but basically. Now that Hasbro has like full like they have their own film studio now, they are taking the Transformers property and they're branching off into several different places. And one of those places that they're wanting to go into is this whole Beast Wars stuff that they're somehow going to tie into what Michael Bay what, what the Michael Bay movies were doing because it's a continuation, like. They're not going to, as far as I know, they're not changing anything. It's just a, a reboot of sorts. It's it's continuing it, but it's it's a fresh take. So, um, you know, it's I mean, overall, it's interesting that they uh, that they they started shooting so fast. But you know, I guess that means we're going to see the movie sooner than I thought. So, I, mean, I guess that's a plus. We're we're going to be able to see exactly what this movie is sooner. So. I look forward to finding out exactly what kind of movie this new Transformers film will be.
Today's second topic is going to be very short. In fact, this might only be a two-minute segment. (laughs) Um, And it's just a very minor update on the Black Adam movie. Apparently, they have finished shooting. That is very weird to me because... I'm, I'm probably I, I think I'm wrong on this, but it feels like they started shooting Black Adam only a few months ago, like only a few months ago. And when I heard that this past week, and little, I think it might have been last week, but it doesn't matter. Um, I heard that they had finished shooting. I was very surprised. I was like, oh, already? <laughs> because I mean, usually it takes like sometimes it takes six months to shoot a movie. You know, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it takes three months. But with a movie like Black Adam, I just assumed that it... I don't know. I just assumed. I mean, hey, then again, I, I can't... I, I shouldn't really be complaining because this Black Adam movie has been in development hell for, like... I'm probably wrong, but I think, like, a decade. <laughs> it, it's... It, it's... Yeah, it's been a long road for this movie. But... And, I mean, it's a good thing that they finished so soon because, you know, that might mean we're going to get it sooner. Probably not. You know, but who knows? You know what may happen. But, yeah, that's about that's it, you know. <laughs> uh, the movie has wrapped shooting and very surprised by that. And I am, you know, overall I'm looking forward to seeing Dwayne Johnson portray this character that he has wanted to play for a very, very long time. And... I am very interested in how they're going to portray Black Adam, how exactly Dwayne Johnson is going to be portraying him. And I just, in general, can't wait for the movie itself. Today's third topic is going to be a little... Um, yeah, it's it's uh, just an update on Spider-Man No Way Home. This movie, this movie keeps getting more confusing by the day, and I honestly don't know what to think of this movie. I have no idea what it's going to be about. I don't, like, because I'm at a point where I just don't even know. And, well, you know, last time I spoke about this uh, movie was when... They had officially released the Spider-Man outfits, basically. You know, the outfits that are going to be in the movie, the Spider-Man suits. And we got three. Three suits. Um, And, you know, at the time, we were... Everyone was like, well, those look cool, but, you know, a little weird. But, you know, this past week, it it just got even weirder because they... uh, This company, this toy company that... They specialize, I don't know what they're called, but they specialize in making super realistic um, little action figures, like with super incredibly, you know, crazy detail. And they had showcased some of the action figures for Spider-Man No Way Home. And we got it. We, we got basically a, an even better look at what these suits are going to look like because, you know... These these uh, action figures are probably going to be the best look, like the best look at these suits that we're going to get until we actually see, you know, these suits on um, 
on the screen, you know, and it actually kind of made things a little weirder because there's a suit like it, it, I think it I'm not it's kind of confusing because there's a black and gold suit with gold webbing and just a black overall like design. And then for some reason, there's I think it's a different version. It might not be. I, I don't know. It's confusing. But I they keep showing pictures of this suit, the black and gold suit with the red and black like forearm area of the far from home suit and it's so weird it looks weird it it it's very out of place and i don't understand what's happening there and we also saw you know i mentioned earlier that one of the suits may have a has something to do with like the mystic art the mystic arts like something to do with doctor strange because the suit has these like doctor strange esque gauntlets and the webs have like mystic circular blue runes around it like spells around the webs and it's so weird i i have i it's like i said it just makes things even more confusing but that's actually not the biggest thing about what these little action figures showed us. You see, the the uh, the la la can't speak. Uh, the action figures were shown or released to the public um, via in these special little showcase images, and in these images they had these you know backgrounds of a city and stuff. I kid you now, under, you know, pretty much any other circumstance, I would say this is crazy gra grasping at straws, but I've, I, but when looking at the, the backgrounds of some of the photos for the action figures, because they, they're like in like poses of, you know, the characters in the movie with, you know, like superhero poses and stuff. I, it, it's really bizarre because, okay, let me explain. So. There are two uh, photos in particular where the it's you know it's Spider-Man suit action figure and he's like uh, you know like one in one of them he's swinging and the other one he's standing you know fighting stance and stuff. In one of the photos, it has a city background a, a, a like at night it's a city at night lot many vibrant colors in the background and really, you know, like bright, lit up city, right? Well, it looks almost exactly like the back, like it looks almost exactly like the New York City um, that we see in and, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man universe. The New, New York City, it looks almost exactly like that version. More specifically, it looks like the area of New York, almost exactly like the area of New York City that uh, um, Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man was in when he first fought Electro in Sp Amazing Spider-Man 2. It looks almost exactly like that setting, right? And, you know, initially when I first saw this, I was like, okay, well, that might just be a really weird coincidence, like an ironic coincidence, you know, considering, you know, the crazy rumors about this movie and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. 
But then I saw the second image and then, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's not a coincidence because the second image was just literally a, like the background was, this was the the one where he's uh, swinging on, you know, a web, literally the background of the image is ripped straight from the way New York City looked at the very end of the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire and he's you know it's it's like it's you know kind of late in the day like the afternoon sun setting it's like it's like I got a gold look to it like a gold atmosphere literally it looks exactly like that New York City that we saw in his movies and even and even weirder uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, which is being, sh- you know, the suits are his suits and his, you know, person is being showcased in these little photos. He in, in that photo, he is the way he's swinging is in a way that that we've seen Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man swing, like like specifically that that specific pose, almost exactly. And I'm pretty sure that's also the case with the other photo that looks like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man thing. But I can't remember exactly what it was. But I knew then when I saw the second photo and saw how un- like it was literally almost it looks like it literally looks like it was it was cut straight from that. I couldn't I I was like in shock. I wasn't in shock, but I was like, oh, wow, because I I no longer believed it was a coincidence. Now, some people may ask, how does that make any sense? Why would they put these uh, depictions of new, these different depictions of New York City, you know, varied from the Spider-Man in these action figure showcase little photos? Why would they do that? I have no clue. But I think maybe, just maybe, somebody who, you know, is involved in, you know, marketing these action figures and stuff knows, you know, some inside stuff about it. And they just decided to hint at everybody, like give a little, you know, wink and a nudge to everybody that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man are going to be in this movie or in some fashion, in some way, whether it be a cameo that's like like a few minutes or less or an actual like essential part of the movie where they're like co-starring with Tom Holland who knows but basically what we have here is either a crazy coincidence or some really weird hinting and teasing I don't know which but I highly doubt it's a coincidence because that is like, if it is a coincidence, it is the craziest coincidence that we have seen involving this movie. And there have been a lot. Uh, oh, actually, I just remembered something. Um, there was a guy who, he, it, oh, uh, the guy was like a, he didn't speak, he didn't speak or like really good English. He didn't speak it fluently, but he was i think he was an immigrant i'm not sure but he he didn't speak he didn't speak fluent english and he stumbled across toby mcguire in uh, a public park 
because you know he was just Tobin McGraw was just chilling, you know, walking around, and you know he's you know he said hi obviously, and he you know asked for a photo, and oh but oh and might might I point out Toby McGuire looks like really good, like he looks really good right now. He he doesn't look like he's aged to get and by really good, I mean like he hasn't aged much, if at all in the past, you know, over 10 years since the last time we saw him as Spider-Man, as Peter Parker. He hasn't aged terribly. He's obviously, very obviously, an older guy, but he's not crazy older. He hasn't put on a ton of weight. He's pretty much the same size. Uh, and, yeah, but anyway, what I was saying, uh, the guy said, I think it was on a... I think it was on, I think he was talking about it on Instagram, maybe, I'm not sure, it might have been, it wasn't Twitter, it might have been Instagram, maybe, I think, doesn't really matter, but anyway, somebody asked him if he had, if he asked him about being in No Way Home, and he said he looked at him, Okay, so the guy said that Toby when he he asked Toby Maguire if he was going to be, you know, in the next Spider-Man movie or with Tom Holland or whatever, or you know something along those lines, and then apparently Toby Maguire looked at him, smiled and winked before walking away. <laughs> and listen, we can only trust this guy's word. Like that may not may not have even happened. But when he when he when he told the uh, the guy that over the messaging, he he was like, "Yep, he's going to be in the movie. Andrew Garfield, they're they're going to be in the movie. I know it, hundred percent. Blah blah blah." He well, he didn't say hundred percent, but he was like, he was like, "Yep, they're going to be in the movie." Well, a little while later, he was asked on Twitter about. I think he he was asked about it, and he basically backtracked his entire thing that he said. He was like. Somebody asked him, didn't Toby Maguire smile and wink at you when you asked him about being in No Way Home? And he said, oh, no, I don't, I don't know what that means. It can mean anything. I have no clue. It probably doesn't mean he's in the movie. And they were like, okay, well, that's a weirdly weird. You were saying that he, he was in the movie. And he was like, oh, well, um, he's, he's probably not. Who knows? So pretty much everybody believes that Disney got to him. <laughs> Mr. Kevin Feige hunted him down. Gave him a talking to. Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I just thought I'd say that. Um, oh, uh, since I told you about that Toby McGuire thing, um, I might as well talk about this Andrew Garfield thing. So Andrew Garfield had a little interview for one of his movies. I think it was called Mainstream. And um, in this little interview he had, obviously he got asked about if he was in the movie. Now, the guy interviewing him is like the best interviewer like ever <laughs> I don't know who he works with but he's like he's such a like the, he's the perfect dude to do interviews especially with like the superhero comic book movies and he basically just straight up asked him listen he 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 told him hey listen I'm gonna okay let's put it to rest once and for all are you in Spider-Man No Way Home and while Andrew Garfield was like having this whole thing where he was talking about how like he couldn't believe like you know how crazy rumors get and stuff like 
you know, his mom was calling him, asking him if he was in the movie because she had seen it, that he was going to be in it somewhere. I mean, because it was everywhere, all, you know, all over the internet, uh, as we all know. And he kept saying, like, he was like, I don't know anything. Don't get your hopes up and stuff. But it was so funny because he got, the guy said, listen, yes or no, are you in the movie? And he didn't say no. He didn't say yes, but he didn't say no. And when they don't say no, you know that they're probably in the movie in some way, in some fashion. They're like, in some way. I don't know, but maybe. It, I mean, he didn't say no. Like, that's a very, like, because the guy flat out said yes or no. Are you in the movie? And he didn't say no. So that was his one chance. If he isn't in the movie, that was his one chance to say once and for all, no, I am not in the movie. And he didn't take it. Which basically tell, tells me everything I need to know. He's probably in it. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> for all I know, he isn't. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, so overall, uh, this movie, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, it, it keeps getting weirder and weirder. And I... I'm, I'm patiently waiting for that trailer, and I don't know why, but a bunch of people think that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in the trailer, which is really crazy to me, because no, why on earth would you do that? I mean, yeah, that that's the greatest moneymaker of all time, putting them in the trailer, but no, I wouldn't do it. I would have the first trailer just be an actual trailer for the movie, then the second trailer be, you know, it shows us even more stuff, and then at the very end of the trailer, they tease it. They tease that they're in the movie, and then the movie releases, and then everyone's like, oh my god, they're in the movie, oh my god, ah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's how I prefer they would do it, but hey, if they want to show them in the movie, if they're in the movie, why not go ahead? Um, so, yeah, I'm patiently waiting for this movie, can't wait. I'm patiently waiting for the trailer. Can't wait for that. And, you know, we'll just see what kind of move this is once it finally releases and we can finally all see it and actually understand what it's about. Today's fourth topic is something that didn't actually happen this past week. It happened... I believe last the beginning of last week and it's just something that it's kind of sad but it not really it, you know it, for me it's kind of like oh you know it's kind of disappointing um so Mortal Kombat 11 had a two-year lifespan it had a now listen now it's kind of funny I'll talk about actually you know what I'll, I'll talk about more the Mortal Kombat like the lore and stuff on a separate little uh, episode, probably a Wednesday episode, and I'll get into that in depth later. But what I want to say is that Mortal Kombat 11, for the most part, is like a is like the you know just an amazing Mortal Kombat game for the most part, and it's great that it got a two year lifespan where they were updating and all this and that. And, God, you see, I remember when the game was first announced. 
And because it, it was a little, it was a surprise announcement at the Game Awards, and it was a pretty good surprise. And oh, that cinematic trailer! I remember, I remember watching it on my phone when I got off the bus, when I got on the bus to leave school, because school had just let out, and it was cold. It was in, I think it was a, it was cold. I think, or no, I don't remember. Anyway. It was, I think it was a cold day, and I got on the bus, and then I saw that this trailer for Mortal Kombat had come out, and I think, like, the two months prior, I had, like, gotten really into Mortal Kombat and the whole concept of it and the lore and the characters, and I was just, like, I, I was, like, I fell in love with it because I had started, I, I owned Mortal Kombat 9, and I got really into it, and then this trailer for Mortal Kombat 11 is dropped, and I was, like, whoa. I watched the trailer and I got goosebumps. It was, oh God, I loved it so much. It made me so hyped. And I followed the uh, the marketing for this game religiously. Um, they had these little things called a combat cast where they would talk about, like actually they, they would announce a trailer, not announce a trailer, sorry. They would, they would release uh, trailers for the individual fighters in the game and like showing off their abilities combos and their special you know abilities and the, one of their fatalities um and then i think it would be like the next week in the combat cast they would have um three people developers from netherrealm studios who makes mortal kombat they would have them uh basically just explain how the characters played what the type of movesets are, the different combos, all that. And then, yeah, they basically went all out with the characters. I watched every single one of those, and I was, like, religiously following, and I, and I pre-ordered the game so I could get Shao Kahn, um, which turned out to be kind of pointless because Shao Kahn came with the first combat pack, which I ended up getting. Uh, I haven't gotten the second one, but... I probably won't get the second one because the only one worth getting was the first one. Mainly because the first one... Actually, no. Let me be more specific. I bought the first combat pack when I bought the Aftermath DLC, which was a story DLC. It was the, basically the second part of the main story. And see, I thought it was a good deal because I was getting... If I pre-ordered it, I got two of one of the best um, Mortal Kombat skins ever i got a whole expansion to the main story the second part and i got the entire and the entirety of the first combat pack with all the new characters so i thought it was a good deal and i ended up getting it but anyway the game for the most part has been pretty popular it's had it's had its ups and downs but for the most part it's a pretty you know widely praised game well they have officially stopped their their service for the game so basically mortal kombat 11 is dead now by dead i mean it's no longer going to receive any updates of any kind no dlc nothing people will continue playing it obviously but for the most part just ba basically when it when it with a with a live service not live service not no with with a game like Mortal Kombat, you have 
you have two different versions. You have two different versions of dead. You have the game's dead, as in the developers are no longer updating it, and they are no longer continuing, you know, uh, making stuff for that game. And then you have the second dead, where people just stop playing it. Like, just nobody really plays the game anymore, and then that... And then, then it's like, you know, dead, dead. Uh, but yeah, with Mortal Kombat, it, no one's going to stop playing that game for a very, very, very long time. I can, I can bet on that. And, but, you know, it's kind of a shame because for the longest time, people have been wanting and wishing for a Combat Pack 3, which it kind of needs... Like, it, it needs a third combat pack. Because for a lot of people, me, my, myself included, feel like there's something missing with the, with the character roster. There's, there's characters that are just missing that you feel like need to be in this game. Because as of now, Mortal Kombat 11 is the ultimate Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> like, period. Um, so... It it's just weird. It's weird how the roster doesn't feel fully complete because there are characters that they could put in there. They could put smoke in there. They could put, like personally, what I wanted them to do. I wanted them to add four characters. I, I you know, you they always have at least one guest character. Um, I wanted them to have bring in smoke, Takeda, and uh. Like, I wanted the guest character to be Deathstroke. And, oh, what was the fourth guy I was thinking of? Uh, oh, yeah, Havoc. Or Ermac, whichever one. Um, whichever. Havoc or Ermac for the fourth uh, spot. I don't, I don't really, I didn't really care about the fourth spot. I was mainly concerned with those three. I wanted Smoke and Ermac, but... No, no, I'm sorry. No, I wanted Smoke, Takeda, and if we got a guest DLC, I wanted Deathstroke. But, you know, apparently it's never going to happen because the game is no longer going to be receiving any DLC or updates. And that is, you know, it kind of makes me sad because, like I said, it doesn't feel fully complete. And they could have added new things to it. And it's kind of a shame that they didn't, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um... You know, you know, there's been a lot of rumors as of late about what their next project is, because you know they 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 flat out said that they are no longer up going to be updating and continuing uh, service for Mortal Kombat 11, um, and that they are now working on their new project fully, and we don't know what that is. And for the longest time, there have been <laughs> crazy rumors. So basically, it's now for for. For the past, you know, several several years, um, NetherRealm Studios have had a they've had a, a a release schedule. Basically, they made Mortal Kombat Nine, which was the the like re, not a remake but a reboot of Mortal Kombat, and then they made Injustice, and then they made Mortal Kombat X, and then they made Injustice Two. And then they made Mortal Kombat 11. So naturally, you, th you would think that they're making Injustice 3. And that's 
actually probably the most the most likely option. That's probably the most likely thing that they're working on right now. But there have been many rumors and supposed leaks from pretty kind of credible people in the industry that they are working on some sort of project involving Marvel. And no one really knows exactly what it is. Some people are saying it's Marvel versus Mortal Kombat or Marvel versus DC or just a, a, a just a Marvel game, just a you know a, a standalone Marvel fighting game like how Injustice is at a standalone DC game. Um, who knows? Honestly, they might not even be working on a Marvel game. Who knows? We don't know. Um, but you know, I am you know excited to see what NetherRealm Studios creates next. And while I am still, I'm saddened by this thing with you know Mortal Kombat 11 because I literally watched this game be born. <laughs> I, I've wa- I've been with it the entire time. You know, it's kind of sad, but it's all it's it's fine because I'm I'm excited to see what they do next, and I look forward to you know I look forward to the reveal of their next game. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. Whether or not that time has been wasted is purely up to you. Remember that new episodes release weekly, every Wednesdays and Saturdays. On Wednesday, I cover a single topic and express my opinions of said topic. And on Saturdays, I provide my opinions and commentary on multiple events that occur during the week. Again, thank you for listening in, and have a wonderful day.